Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and I want to thank you guys for joining me for Thinking Out Loud. This morning I am continuing my pre- preparation for Easter and for Resurrection Sunday and we're working through and thinking through the passion and the sufferings of Jesus Christ. And as I'm thinking about it, I got to this passage in Matthew chapter 26. It's actually the passage that I preached on this past Sunday. And when I get to the end of Matthew 26, when this is an account of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, when I get to the end, and particularly verse 45 and 46, now this is after Jesus had his three prayers in the garden, you know, Father, if it be possible, if this cut pass for me, not, but nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. But when he goes through all of that, and he's done with his prayer, he gets ready to leave, he goes to the disciples, and he, he says this, and this is kind of interesting. It says in verse 45, he says, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that does betray me. Now, I I realize that that seems like a little bit of a contradiction because on the one hand, Jesus is saying, sleep on now and take your rest. And on the very next verse, he's saying, rise up and let us be going. And there's a part of me that's like, well, maybe Jesus is being sarcastic and he's saying, you know, while you might as well sleep now, you w- couldn't stay awake when I needed you. And then he, he gets a little bit more serious and says, okay, let's get up. I'm, I'm just messing. But, and I know that some of the newer translations would translate this, you know, sleep and take your rest later on. But I don't really buy into that. I'm not saying that it's a bad translation or anything like that. I'm just saying that I don't really know if that's what Jesus is actually communicating here. I think that there's there exists kind of this paradox, and Jesus may be communicating into or speaking into this paradox. Because on the one hand, he's saying, you know, sleep on now and take your rest. Well, what was he conversing in with them about? He was talking to them about laboring in prayer, about watching and being vigilant because his soul was exceedingly sorrowful, even unto the point of death, that the anguish and the, the torment of making it through this moment was so pivotal that he was just asking for them to watch in prayer, which of course they couldn't do. And so what he may be communicating is on this one side, you know, sleep, take your rest, take your rest in the finished work of Christ. The season that I needed you to stand up and to be watchful and vigil has passed. And you couldn't contribute to that anyway, because Hebrews tells us that he had by himself purged our sins. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. He did it by himself. He didn't need our help. He had it all under control. It was always going to be Jesus and Jesus alone. You know, we're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. He didn't need our help. We couldn't have contributed at all anyway. But the other aspect, and that's the aspect I want to get into, is he says, rise up and let us be going. And now this is a call to to the work. I mean, in this sense, in the very natural sense, as far as the narrative goes, he's saying, rise up. You know, some things are about to get happening. Some things are going to occur in the next few minutes because Judas has gotten back. But there's there's a deeper aspect of this where it's, you know, rise up and get to the work. And the reason that this hits me so hard is he says, rise up, let us be going, the betrayer is at hand. Now, think about this. We have been called to complete the Great Commission. We have been called to go and to make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe everything that Jesus has commanded us because he will be with us always, even unto the end of the age. Like, that's the call. 
That's what we're supposed to rise up and get to work on. But he says the betrayer is at hand. And this spoke to me so heavy this week that it doesn't matter. Even if there's a Judas in your camp, you need to get to work. I have people tell me all the time that they don't go to church because the church is full of hypocrites. And my response is always, yeah, and if you go, there'll be one more. Because we're not perfect. We're not claiming to be. We're just claiming to be filled with the Spirit and seeking after a God who has made a way for us to become more like Him and to have eternal fellowship with Him. So rise up. Get to the work. Don't let other people and their mistakes and their ill intentions be an excuse or you try to make it a justification for you not doing what God has called you to do. Because on that faithful day, you'll stand before Him by yourself and you won't be able to say, well, the betrayer was at hand. Because He'll say, yeah, and I wanted you to get to the work anyway. I've been thinking out loud with Pastor C.A. Thank you so much and God bless.